This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, guys, and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Today, we are going to be talking about this terrible thing that I heard is happening where women are paying on first dates. This is terrible. Um, But uh, before I get into why this is so terrible, please be sure to subscribe because you don't want to miss my upcoming podcast on oral sex on women, uh, the counterpoint to the podcast episode that I just did that has is growing as popular as I predicted on blowjobs, uh, the all-popular uh, topic that everybody wants to hear about. Actually, it got taken off of Facebook. I put my screenshot of my, you know, Spotify podcast like I usually do, and it was, you know, whatever the title is, how to give a blowjob, and they took it off. Could you believe it? And it was educational too. But anyhow, you will have to subscribe to get the content like, you know, the oral sex one and then all of the other ones. I think I'm up to 20 now. So back to the topic at hand. So um, I have a, a beautiful blonde fit girlfriend who uh, told me that she thought that she's divorced and she thinks that women have to pay on dates and unsurprisingly she's been meeting a whole bunch of um, guys where it's not really working out and she doesn't really like those guys that um, she ends up splitting the bill with. Why? So before you think that I'm some, I mean you'd have to be like pretty stupid to think I'm some sort of a leech or whatever. I am and have discussed being the primary breadwinner. I am divorced. I do not receive alimony. I make money for myself. Totally cool with earning more money uh, than my spouse and than anybody, really. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm totally fine with that. I think that's great if women out earn boyfriends or spouses or like whatever. What I do not think is good for the average woman. Now, the average woman wants to be taken care of. If this isn't you and you don't want to be taken care of, cool. So shout off the podcast. You just saved yourself some time. Um, go get yourself a coffee or do something else fun with this 15 minutes that you had allotted to listening to this podcast. But for the average woman and for men, male listeners that are trying to understand average women, all they say in couples counseling and individual counseling is they want to meet men who will take care of them. Then they really are upset when they end up married to or dating men that do not prioritize them, don't take care of them, don't look out for them, don't protect them. And uh, I've written uh, posts and I have podcasts about why women want to be taken care of and how to get men to take care of you and uh, men never take care of me. This is a big thing. So... Uh, aside from the couple people that just stopped listening and got themselves a cup of coffee, the rest of you know what I'm talking about because also if you're a man, then you probably have heard this from your wife. You don't protect me. You don't look out for me. You don't take care of me. You don't make my life easier. Um, blah, 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 right? So 
Um, and I'm not saying blah, blah to dismiss it. Everybody wants that. I want that too. You know, every woman besides those few want to be taken care of from what I see in my uh, private practice. So, and my life, because as I'm talking to you, it's about a girlfriend that she has the same, um, feelings. You know, every woman wants to be taken care of, prioritized and treated well, looked out for. So this does not, I have really never heard anybody say in couples counseling, um, what I really want is to split everything exactly down the middle and that, and, and we do everything exactly 50, 50. And I, he, I pursue him half as much as he pursued, uh, well, yeah, they would want to be to pursue the man half as much as he pursued her, but that wasn't what I was trying to say. Uh, no woman says I want to do half the pursuing and, uh, he does half the pursuing. I do half the sexual initiation. He does half of it. I do half protecting him and he does half protecting me. I don't hear anybody say any of this so people are always saying how at the very beginning of dating how could you possibly know that this guy is not going to turn out to be somebody who you get along with later on he seems so great here's a clue he doesn't even pay for the first date he asked you out he invited you out I would not invite somebody to my house for dinner and then ask them to pay me some money for um, their part of dinner you know they are inviting you out and unless you know in case you think that uh, my friends here or other women by the way there's other female clients who tell me this that they end up paying or in retrospect they split a lot of um, dates and then turns out that the guy that they ended up with that was doing all this splitting was disappointing in some other regard usually having to do with not taking care of them etc. Anyway, so my friend here, she's not asking these guys out. She made clear to me, they're asking her out. They're asking her out. And then, you know, she's a very smart person, but also she does something stupid at the end. Admittedly, she admitted, she offers, when they when the check comes, she takes out her credit card, offers to pay. And it's interesting because I've never done this. I don't think ever, unless I knew that I didn't want to end up with the guy at all, didn't want to go home with him, didn't want to kiss him, nothing. And this was rare because I didn't uh, do a lot of dinner dates. It was mostly drinks and drink. If you really want to make it clear you don't like somebody, yes, you pay for your own drink. But if you like somebody, and these are situations where she was liking these people, do not offered to pay you have been invited out don't you want to see a few things here's all the things that you can tell you could tell does this person really is he so excited to be with me does he think this is like a value add he invited me out does he have like is this meaningful and valuable to him enough for him to pay for the whole uh set of two drinks or a dinner or whatever it is does he like me that much so when you offer you don't even get to see that they would like you that much also can he afford it I mean for real if you're going out and you're with somebody who cannot afford or is um anxious by whatever the dinner or drink situation is this is something to know you're losing valuable information there most women would like to be with a man who could afford dinner you know with that especially on a first date I'm talking about first date here right 
Also, if you offer again to pay, you're kind of saying that like you, I mean, you, you, I don't know how to put it. She called it being a people pleaser. I put it like um, you, you're not comfortable receiving. You know, you're not comfortable receiving. So what you're probably going to do is you are going to try to take care of this man emotionally, physically, in every which way that you're setting a precedent. I am made anxious and uncomfortable by the idea of you being put out or inconvenienced in any way. I am scared of anything being awkward. I'm scared of you thinking I'm some sort of a user. I'm scared of so many things regarding to your regarding your emotions and your behaviors and what you may think of me. So therefore, I am going to rush in and offer to pay. So all of these things, whenever you do this, and remember, this guy invited you out. In a situation where you invite the guy out, you pay. Like, I mean, again, this does not happen as much because for all everybody says people are so equal, Men ask women out on the majority of dates. But if you ask anybody out, pay, you know. But in a situation where the guy is inviting you out and then you rush to pay for it, I think that you're not allowing yourself to see valuable information. The first piece of which is, is he going to take care of you? Now, I don't care if this is PC or not. My goal is not to be PC. It's not to be popular. Um, It's to be helpful. So for the women that are back on the market dating after divorce, If you offer to pay, I feel like it sends a signal that it's so important to you to be equal that you don't get to see if the man would make the gesture to make this night easy, romantic, and, um, you know, just honestly those things, easy and romantic for you, you know, and to really show you that you are worth, in a very obvious sense, his time. And his money for this this dinner, which is not super expensive one dinner ever. And also, of course, again, and this is real, you do want to make sure that somebody can pay for dinner. That shows that they have a job, that they are stable, that they can pay for dinner. If they cannot pay for a dinner... If, if, if they get the bill and they look at it and they're like, oh shit, then this shows so many things. I mean, first of all, I mean, pay. I mean, if a person, Jesus Christ, they're sitting there, they can't pay or something, certainly pay, be a mensch. But it shows you this person has no ability to plan, right? Because he invited you to this dinner. And if he looks at the bill with a face of being sad or anxious, either he's a liar and that's never any good to be involved with, or he's not a good planner. Neither thing is good for a woman whose goal, again, is to be protected and cared for. And that'll be protected and cared for, like you sit at home and he, you know, uh, brings you grapes while you sit on the couch. Like, no, not at all. Nor do I even mean that you should not split subsequent things, especially once you're in a relationship. And of course, as I made clear to say at the beginning, you could out earn this man like and if you do great and then in the marriage you know uh he he will benefit from that in the long term if he sees the long game there and you're a high earner but you know do not think that just because you either out earn a man or because he doesn't um Uh, because he seems awkward when the check comes or because you really want him to like you and think that you're like a great gal or whatever the hell, don't 
pay on the first date because honestly, it sets it off on a non-romantic foot. It's a very we are, you know, kind of just friends equal sort of thing. And again, keep in mind that I'm 41 years old. The majority of my uh, listeners are in their 30s plus. So if it is so different in Gen Z, cool. But even maybe if it's even different in millennials, I'm the first year of millennials, but I'm talking to my people and these are the ones who are back on the market when they have divorced and they are looking for a guy, a stand-up guy who really values them, who, who looks at them like they're a princess and who they um, really... As, as a, you know, you used to get advice as a woman to marry a man who's a little more in love with you than you are with him. And I don't know if that's true or not, but I do know that most women really want a guy who's really, really into them, especially after divorce. You know, especially when it's the second time around, you really want a man that makes you feel very special and like a princess. And I don't think you should act like a princess in a bad way. Obviously, you hear all of my, I mean, shit, the, the the podcast right before this was on how to give a blowjob. So I obviously do not think that a woman should just take and take and take and never give. Not at all. I think a woman should be very kind, respectful, etc. But let the first date be something where you get taken care of. You know what? Let the next date be like that too. I mean, many, uh, it's, it's difficult to explain how different it is when everything is set in this frame of being equal versus when you feel like a guy is just really into you. It's a lot more erotic for most women when it isn't a frame of we split everything down the middle, at least in my generation. I don't... Um, Maybe it really is totally different for younger people. But again, that's not to whom I am really addressing this. Who I'm really talking to is women who have, and you know who you are, self-esteem issues deriving from an upbringing where your needs were pretty much ignored and you were told not to take up too much space and you were a people pleaser. Frequently children of self-absorbed parents who learn to, especially oldest daughters, I have, I'll link you to my uh, article on people pleasing daughters of covertly narcissistic mothers. These women are trained not to take up too much space, not to ask for too much, and always to kind of apologize make sure everybody else is okay and apologize for your own existence. And this goes right along with making sure that the guy doesn't feel in any way any bad thing. No, you're not supposed to be worried about his damn feelings. It's a first date. You're supposed to be seeing if you click with him, if he's exciting to you, if you want to have sex with him, if you want to have a relationship with him, if he is a fun, funny, smart, personable, handsome, whatever the hell you're into person and that he really prioritizes and seems super into you does he seem super in love with you not in love with you in the first date but like he could be in love with you enamored is the word I'm saying if a guy is not really enamored with you plus let's let it go without saying that men in the same age group that I'm talking about usually understand what it means when the woman rushes to pay and that means that they, she does not feel a romantic connection usually at least this is how it was on these men's first go-round uh dating back when they were in their 20s if they are now post-divorce so if they're like super into you they're gonna want to pick up the bill because it on you then it's a date it's a real date versus when you rush to 
take out your credit card as I would do if I wasn't into somebody to be like, no, no, it's not a date because I don't like you. So definitely nothing's going to happen. This was just friends, right? You know, obviously it was a date, but you kind of want to make sure that the message is sent to be clear. So if this resonates with you and you are a woman who struggles with kind of taking up too much space, asking for her needs to be met, and you also are somebody that rushes to go Dutch and to split or whatever we say now, then think about how it might feel. And, oh, but goes without saying that, as I said at first, you also end up with men who don't take care of you. So what I'm seeing is the precedent for them not taking care of you may have been set early on and you didn't know and you couldn't see the sign of the man who would wiggle out of the bill or ask you to split it or whatever. Or maybe he actually did do that and you went along with it. Or you offered too quick to see that he would have done this. So you have one good kind of filtration device Does this guy want to take care of me even in this small, tiny, infinitesimal way of, you know, spending uh, money on the entire date versus half of it? That could be a sign that he can then later will prioritize you and take care of you in other ways. If he doesn't, frequently women tell me that that guy does not end up being the one that really looks out for them, cares for them, and uh, puts them kind of on a pedestal like what they want. And again, I do not mean on a pedestal like and then the woman should look down on the man and treat him bad, but rather that women want to be... um, cared for and taken care of in this way and you don't really get to see if that'll happen if you kind of compulsively make sure things are even Stephen right at the beginning. So again, um, none of my topics are terribly PC. I'm sure that this one isn't either, but think about it and if it really applies to you. And now if you are a man listening to this and you want to tell me how um, terrible this is, think about it and think if you would rather be with, you know, if you want to be with a woman where everything is even, Steven, exactly split down the middle, it's it's usually not going to go like what you think. (laughs) That's usually going to be in the realm of earning, and childcare, you're still going to be initiating all the sex and you're probably going to be initiating more of it the less into you she is. And from what I see, the women that are uh, uncomfortable with receiving, you know, have, as I said, kind of issues that they got to work on. So try not to get somebody of any gender that's uncomfortable with receiving. And societal norms are a thing. So a woman that's uncomfortable getting the first date paid for is going to be very similar to a man who's uncomfortable receiving sex, affection, or anything else. People that are uncomfortable receiving have usually been trained in childhood that they shouldn't ever get too much and that others uh, need and feelings always take precedence over theirs. So either way, hopefully you thought uh, this was interesting and gave you some stuff to think about in a different way, which is always my goal. And um, I will talk to everybody soon. Remember to subscribe so that you can get more of me expounding on random stuff. And I will talk to everybody soon. Bye-bye.